Got a bad bitch on me. Got a bad bitch on me. She D T F. She tell me she D T F. I heard she D T F. What? And you ain't hanging with the team if you ain't down to fuck. Okay. Hello and welcome to Jeff, the greatest sex education comedy game show in the known universe. I'm Dr. Timory. And I'm Daryl Charles. I have a PhD in human sexuality, and I will be paying off loans for the rest of my life. And I have looked at a lot of porn, and I will be looking at a lot of porn for the rest of my life. And today on our show, we have some amazing guests. So I am super, super excited to introduce first-time guest on this show, activist, performance artist, burlesque phenom. Welcome to the show, Mia Brooks. How you doing? Yo, 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 the big bitch in the house, the big body bitches in the house. Yes, I'm so excited to have you on here. I'm so excited to hear what you have to say on these stories. This is going to be good. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited. Sweet. All right. And our other guest uh, is a comedian. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> in and around Philly. Uh, nah, I mean, uh, this is this is my young bull. I guess, right? I guess so. Not really. I don't even know how old you are. Look, here's the thing. <laughs> uh, he's a comedian. Uh, and, and it's Keen Cobb. I don't, why did I take so long? Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, you know, that was a very long and drawn, drawn out introduction. Mm -hmm. uh, I am younger than you. And yes, I do look up to you as my big brother. You're the reason why I do improv. So take, take that, all right? Deal with that pressure. Oh. That's what, oh. yeah, that's what I remembered. Cause I remember he was, like, <laughs> he was like, should I do improv? And I was like, yeah, why not? And he was like, I mean, should I? And I was like, it's not gonna hurt. And now this dude uh, hates that I told him that. <laughs> Y'all are horrible. No, I <laughs> no, but I, I love your stuff. Like, uh, I think the only time I've gotten to see you do improv is, is just Night Shift. Do you, like, how's Night Shift doing right now? Uh, Night Shift is still around. We just haven't yeah. done anything probably till, like, in the before times. Uh, we, okay. we did, like, one online show, but, like, not every member was available. So, I mean, we're still around, but we're just not active right now. And the land yeah. before time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. that's how that's how y'all like y'all are talking about like in before time. It's like it's a movie introduction. Yeah, I, that's like, how it feels. Yeah, there were pterodactyls and improv shows. Yeah, long ago. I yeah, go outside without a bunch of face coverings. I could get drunk for free, but that's not a thing oh. anymore. So. Mm. Oh. Oh, oh, that mm. just got me right in my heart. That was like the <laughs> one thing I had going for me back in the before times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I kind of do miss going to, you know, places and people buying me drinks because of the way I look. And I'm not, I'm not ashamed of that. Hey, yeah. nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> I used to get paid alcohol. To... So, yeah. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> you used to complain about getting paid in alcohol. Like, I got bills, damn it. And I was like, I got bills, damn it. Somebody pay me in liquor. I can definitely use uh, a whole lot of old granddad to ply my landlord and make them forget that I owe them money. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how we'll do it. All right. 
Are y'all ready to discuss our first segment? The fucking news? Yes. Yes. All right. So uh, I'm excited to hear everybody's thoughts on the story. This is uh, this is about uh, Valentina Sampao, who made history as the first Sports Illustrated model who is trans. She was also the first uh, trans woman to be on the cover of Vogue France, and she was also the first uh, Victoria's Secret uh, model uh, as well. So it's an interesting thing. Um, I have a lot of feelings on Victoria's Secret and on the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue in general. Um, but yes, so what are what are we feeling about this? How, congrats to Valentina. Leave some uh, firsts for the rest of them, am I right? How greedy can one person be? <laughs> Sheesh. No, but I, you know, it's cool. I think it, it goes without saying like, well, yeah, that's great. But also, uh, somebody said it on Twitter, but it was like, if 2020 is the first time you're doing anything, you should admit that you've been whacked for a long time. I agree. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> kudos, but you've been you've been whack. So, you know. Well, oh, okay. Um, so I when I read the article that Timarine uh, sent me, um, I had seen clippings on, you know, Facebook and, you know, things on Instagram. Um, but I, I, it was like the first time I really had a chance to read it. And my issue with all of this is why did they pick someone from Brazil? Why, we have a number of trans models here in the U.S. that could have done Sports Illustrated. Why, why choose someone so, from uh, a different country to um, be the first on Sports Illustrated? Did, I, I mean, and why not? Why couldn't it have been a uh, uh, you know, a plus size trans woman. Why does it have to be like this typical, skinny, very like feminine passing trans person? That was like my whole thing about it. And then I remember when she walked the, she did Victoria's Secret and that was like a few, if if I remember correctly, that might've been a few months after um, like the head designer who came out and said that Victoria's Secret uh, isn't isn't making their stuff for trans people because trans people are not selling a fantasy. And I instantly thought, I was like, how are we not selling a fantasy? I mean, we are <laughs> fetishized on like multiple levels. We have a whole like porn section dedicated to us. And you're saying that we are not selling a fantasy, like we're not capable of being the fantasy girl for you. Like, I, I mean, a lot of trans women in in sex work, period, make their living off of being someone's fantasy. Mm-hmm. And for you to say that, and then for them to like, oh, well, now we got to clean it up and now we got to do damage control. So let's get some skinny bitch from Brazil. Nothing (laughs) against her, but let's get some skinny passing, like, you know, passing trans girl to 
you know, be the first trans model. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, I remember as a plus size trans woman myself, I remember when, you know, Ashley Graham graced the cover. Mm-hmm. And that was like big deal for me because and that know, was only so, like a year ago. <laughs> that yes, it was like a year or two ago. So for like for me it was like a big deal because it was like, oh, here is a beautiful, gorgeous, plus size woman who is embracing her curves, who is gracing this cover of a skinny bitch magazine. Like this mm-hmm. is known to have skinny girls on it. I think the curviest person on it was maybe Tyra Banks. Yeah, that was a that was an interesting issue because like um the person who was brought on to SI who has who who brought Valentina in is also the same person who brought in uh, Ashley Graham is also the same one who brought in Tyra, who at that point was I think forty six years old, which was setting another record in its own way. So it's like this one particular editor who's done all of these changes and the rest of the magazines are not doing the thing. Um, and, so and, the diversity exactly. and inclusion director. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's this one person who's who's made all these changes. But my uh, the issue is is that like the my only thing big personal problem is is that you go outside of the country when we have like Marco Marco. And he's not even a big designer, but he did all, all trans inclusive model like runway shoot. And y'all could have picked from any one of them women models. Hell, even a trans man could have graced the cover. But here we go into playing into these stereotypes that, and, 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 here we go playing into the 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 normalcy of like oh we have to have someone who is passing someone who can feel like who has breasts and beauty and all this stuff and it's just like trans women in general come in so many different varieties and i just feel like that was like a, a very much a missed opportunity just like with Calvin Klein, he just made uh, Yari, I want to say her last name is Jones, Yari Jones, who is a plus size, femme, gender non-conforming trans woman as like the the face of one of his campaigns. And a lesbian. And, and she's a lesbian. So like, come on. Like, this is a missed opportunity. Y'all could have did so much more. But no, y'all want to make it. And, it's and always if like you just, if an you don't, inch at a time. Know, yeah, if you didn't know, you would just think that was another Brazilian bitch that they just put on a plane <laughs> to come f- film this, like, take these couple photos, and that's it. This is a big missed opportunity. And to use the same person to be the first is a, is, is a little bit much, is a bit much when we have such variety. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's Sports Illustrated. Like, I don't expect them to break boundaries. It, it, it's definitely a missed opportunity, but like, this is the same, you know, right, a company that took that long to get the first black person, a company that took that long. It's like, they're, they're gonna do the bare minimum. <laughs> And yeah, I think it's just another example of that. But you know, 
kudos or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like on 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 one hand, I will take whatever good stuff I can get in 2020. Right, right. <laughs> I will take, I will take whatever uh, whatever firsts are left out there. I would just love to have all of those at least start happening. Um, I I agree with what you're saying, Mia. I I think that it's interesting that it's like the this one model who's broken these several uh, barriers, like Daryl said, because it's like she is incredibly thin she, and Brazilians uh, are very, very much celebrated for modeling. Like, you know, there's a lot of examples of Adriana Lima, Giselle Bunchen, some of the highest paid models in the history of whatever um, have this very specific look. And, and I, yeah, I'll take, I'll take the wins where we can get them, but yeah, it's like for every inch forward, there's still, we're still just going to all pretend that there's one aesthetic that we find attractive and it's just, exactly. and it's not accurate. And I don't know if anybody in here buys sports illustrated swimsuit issue or anything. Um, First of all, who's like, still, who is buying magazines period? <laughs> like everything we, is uh, accessible on the internet. <laughs> like I, I don't remember the last time I picked up a magazine maybe in my doctor's waiting room, but I'm like in a day of electronics. Like, I don't know who's still buying magazines, but it's, it's just like, they could have even did like a multi-model photo shoot where it was just a spectrum of different trans people to be on the cover and, and instead I don't know. They they chose a bitch that looked like she can use a cheeseburger. Because had it been me, I would have been like, you going to take this picture while I'm eating this cheeseburger, and that's just going to be that. Like, it's, a, Keen, it's definitely a mess. Keen, you've been, you've been over there being the, the target market for all of these magazines for a while. <laughs> How do you feel being the target market for these magazines? Uh, I don't know if I'm a target market per se uh but um as far as like being the i, I guess I, yeah dumb straight guy so yeah i guess i am that <laughs> dumb straight single guy so yeah i am i'm the target market i'm sorry uh so yeah um i don't know you like to, the sports yeah uh but kind of what me was saying i don't deal with magazines and i didn't honestly i wouldn't know anything about this unless I read that article that you sent me, honestly. So, uh, I mean, when I read it initially, I thought, "Oh, that's dope. They got, they got, they have a trans woman like on the cut or like in the issue or on the cover of different things." And now I feel like uh, I'm an idiot because now it feels like uh, uh, the person or I forget, uh, I forget her name, but she seems like she's what uh, Chadwick Boseman was a few years ago. Like every time you turn around he was in another movie being the first black man to do something. So now I'm like, Oh, uh, I guess I'm not a fan of this. I don't know. Uh, no, I don't know what to think anymore. So I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it's okay to be a fan of this action. I think it's okay to be a fan of, you know, to like give them their kudos for doing this thing. But a lot of the conversations that are happening are, you know, you can celebrate someone for their laurels, but you should also think about the entire person. And that's the thing. It's like, yeah, it's great that Sports Illustrated put a trans woman in their swimsuit issue. 
I don't think they made her the cover model, but either way, like, it's great that they did that, but let's see what next time and let's see what they do the time after that, because they could have done this a long time ago. They have purposefully not been doing it because there's plenty of examples of other companies doing it. And I, and there are plenty of examples of model worthy, uh, trans women. So. You know, I, I think that that's the thing. It's like, great, you did it. But, you know, in 2020, is that really, it's great to Sports Illustrated because like the article said, and it's true, like the swimsuit issue is a thing. Like, that is a serious thing when it comes to modeling and like that, like that's a, it's a big deal. So this big institution did it. Um, it's just funny that like this big institution waited to see the market and see what happens when these other companies push it a little bit like did they suffer in any sort of way and then when that didn't happen or i mean i guess maybe it did i don't follow these businesses or whatever like i don't know what happens with victoria's secret or whatnot but like when they see that there was no huge backlash and people weren't burning their bras <laughs> just setting their new balances on fire next to their underwear like when they see that that didn't happen they go okay well now we'll we'll put a trans person in our Thing. it's like that's great but you know you're an institution you should be the one leading and not just following trends i mean you're you're right but at the same time especially you're 100 right but the thing the thing with like sports illustrated and with like different companies like that i hate i hate that it's like a broken record but like it's all about the money so mm-hmm. if they feel as though it's going to hurt their pocket they're not going to do it so that's why they, they waited kind of like and then in the bush is kind of like, all right, is everything is it, is it safe? Can we can we give it a shot? Can we try? All right, cool, it is. Bet. All right, let's be on it. Look at us, guys. Hey, we're the first. No, like, it's it's shitty. Like you said before, it's 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 cool that they did it. It's still shitty that they didn't have um, the. I want to say cajones, but uh, I want to be sound a little bit smarter than that. But yeah, the 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 balls basically to like be the first and be and be like I said, the institution. To do plus, I'm sorry to keep rambling, but uh, I think Timur, you said something earlier. The fact that there was one person in this in their entire history to start this trend only like a few years ago, because the one thing that stuck out in my mind was uh, the I think they 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 talked about they had um, a Muslim um, model job wearing yeah job wearing yeah, and it was like like I've never I didn't see that well. I didn't. I didn't buy that issue, but uh, I didn't see. <laughs> I didn't see that, and I thought it was really cool that they did that. That it's the well, like that issue got a lot of backlash as well. I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. Yeah. If, uh, oh. When it came out, it was a lot of backlash, mainly from Christian conservatives who were like, "Oh, this is this is too much. This is taking things too far," and I mean. It's just like that was progressive in itself, but again, you had to wait because again, it was like it was after other you know articles or other magazines were already doing it. Now you decide to do it. So, yeah. But I love the idea that they were like that. There were people like, "What the heck? Muslims at the beach." This is ridiculous. Like, uh, it's just very <laughs> You know, a lot of those countries have beaches as well. 
<laughs> most of them are made up of sand. So I, I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> you know, the cradle of civilization wouldn't have been there without beaches. You need water. And typically next to water is sand because of the way erosion works. Look, I don't need to explain it, but the, the <laughs> I, don't know, I know this will become a science class. Uh, that was my favorite. <laughs> that was my favorite subject until I started taking physics, and physics is basically another math class. And I was like, "Well, I'm done with science." So yeah. <laughs> physics is great. Chemistry, no, I, but anyway. I just need to pause. I just need to pause for just a second. Mia, uh, the fan when it swings by your your mic is catching it. So if you could either cover your mic from the fan or turn the fan lower or something. Oh, I'm sorry. That was just me on the regular queen. <laughs> <laughs> Is that better? Thank Hello? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. I'm thank sorry, y'all. Whoever's no, listening. Good. I'm so sorry. I did not I'm mean just... to please so much. No, you're good. It's just uh our our beloved editor just has to take it all out manually and i'm just trying to save him uh save him a second <laughs> listen i can't help it okay it's a brand new hot pocket it does what it wants <laughs> <laughs> so i want to go <laughs> so i want to go back to a thing uh that daryl said about like the money and the business decision and i think that it's it's relevant to note that what happened with victoria's secret where uh like mia said that there had been somebody who was in charge, who had specifically said they were not going to have plus size models. They were not going to have trans models because that was not the fantasy that they were selling. And not long after he got let go mm. <laughs> because Victoria's Secret, I don't know if you know, but that company is doing very poorly. And like basically, <laughs> yeah, every time basically... I turn around, they have a fucking sale because they're doing so bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's worth noting that they, they were trying to do this, like, for our bottom line, we're going to maintain this aesthetic that we have decided is very extent, like expensive seeming, right? To have mm. very thin women of this particular type seems very expensive. We've come to associate that. And then they found out that most Americans who spend money <laughs> like are not like that and are actually like, you know what? I think I'm actually going to spend my money on a company that uh, makes clothing that I can fit in right. and like stuff like that. And, and celebrate yeah. me. And yeah. shows people that look like Shit, me. I buy my bar bras and panties at Target and Walmart. They're a lot more comfortable. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I, I haven't worn underwear in months. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. What's underwear? Since March 14th. Well, according to your And that right there, too, because I mean, I'm just saying, commando is the way to go. It damn sure is. <laughs> You gotta make sure you get get good jeans, though. Don't don't fuck around and get no cheap ass jeans if you are going commando. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you be out there. Well, I, I'm just a girl who doesn't like panty lines, you know. Mm. Mm. And shit, I was forced to wear them for so long. I don't want to wear them no more. Mm -mm. <laughs> and the you know when the president took society away, it really opened the door to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. From here on out, no more underwear. <laughs> like i mean the last two three times i've done laundry you know it's me and my wife and like not a single piece of underwear has been in the laundry it's just it's laughable at this point <laughs> like what were we doing that for who is that for right <laughs> i guess we were just trying to save couches but whatever <laughs> <laughs> 
that you're horrible. <laughs> I I enjoy wearing underwear. I guess I'm just the minority about that. So, hey, cool. What, what kind? What kind mm-hmm. do you like? What kind do you like to wear? Uh, boxer briefs and uh, a shirts. Or here's a real question: Are you are you Hanes or Fruit of the Loom? Oh, I'm I'm by. <laughs> you know what? I, I cannot. I switched back and forth. Well, it was lovely to meet y'all. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like had... it's... No, go ahead. Go ahead. If I had to choose, I'd probably say Fruit of the Loom because uh, Hanes undershirts are kind of weird sometimes. But uh, sometimes the um, the Hanes. Sometimes Hanes is the only thing that's there, so I'll just pick it up because I'm a I'm a target demographic. I'm a dumb, straight, uh, single man. So, yeah. I I would get whatever was on sale. Well, so far you don't seem dumb to me because yeah, that's I, my secret. I, like, I try to keep that under wraps. <laughs> it's just it, it's nice to hear from a progress. Like I would say you're a progressive straight guy. Just by like the comments you're making, and and it's nice that like because most I know most guys who are probably like who are a fan of the swimsuit issue and hearing about this like trans thing, it, the ones who aren't you know trying to see us on the down low are probably you know feeling a certain way about this. Because I can just imagine, and maybe that's just me. Because I I know I know how people are once, and I specifically, well, men specifically, um, I know how they can be once you disclose anything of trans, you know, experience to them. They they get very like defensive and very like you know that whole toxic masculinity thing you know gets their blood boiling and so it's just nice to hear from a straight guy who isn't weird about it well thank you uh i would i'd I'd give praise to my mama for telling me to respect any and everybody and doing years of comedy because you'll find out a lot about yourself and we're all people so yeah He's my young boy for a reason. Oh, <laughs> oh this is a heartwarming episode. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like as as a as a trans woman, my you know, who has navigated both worlds, if you will, like LGBT and the heteronorm as people say, the heteronormative world. Um, there is a difference and you know it's you so to encounter you know cis het men who aren't intimidated who don't feel any certain way when there's a trans woman in a room and who are you know either protective or just like they would in a cis het woman it's just nice it's a nice change because unfortunately it's the realization that we go through is like we kind of have to 
in when we're navigating the the cis world, we kind of have to keep to ourselves our transness most of the time for the sake of safety. So to be in space, that's why I'm a person that's, I'm all about, you know, taking up space and, and spaces that don't want me necessarily don't want me there. So, but it's just a nice, it's a welcome change. Yeah. We're trying. It's been too long. And, uh, you know, just, uh, have those arguments when they're not in the room so that when they are in the room, people know to shut the fuck up if they don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, do we want to say anything more about uh, Valencina, about modeling, about any of this stuff? Are we ready to move on to our next story? She needs a cheeseburger. That's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I personally say mac and cheese. That's uh, that's my preference. As well, that's a burger. But, okay. All right. Every, can we can we all come to agreement on mac and cheese? Cheese. Mac and cheese. <laughs> cheese cheese yeah, seems I'm, to be the. I'm good with okay. that. Yeah, she's right. the center of the Venn diagram. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then that'll take us to our next regular uh, or our next story in our <laughs> fucking news. All right. So this is some more uh, good news, but the world is is terrible. Um, so <laughs> Instagram and Facebook, known for banning lots of good things and not banning bad things weirdly uh managed to ban one bad thing so that's good okay so instagram and facebook uh are banning any content that promotes conversion therapy uh which is this basically traumatic bullying thing that some ill like ill-prepared uh completely illogical and bad therapists are using to try to convert people from their sexual orientation or their gender identity. There's no uh, substantive science or evidence that it works. And for the most part, the people who undergo conversion therapy end up being more depressed and more likely to want to commit suicide. Um, And there are certain states that have banned it for anybody under 18 because it's incredibly dangerous for kids to be forced to go through it. Uh, And now Facebook and Instagram uh, will ban uh, posts that advertise or promote the practicing. So that's good. Yeah. Well, they had to we... make a statement because people found some ads on there and were like, what the hell are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, we we didn't allow it before, but they passed through some of our filters. So we need to make it better. But let's just stand up and say uh, conversion therapy is trash. So it's like, yeah, you know. I can't say I've ever seen a conversion therapy ad on a platform before. I mean, I've I've read articles that include ads, but like it obviously wouldn't pop up for me. Yeah, about the same. (laughs) My internet history, I would laugh out loud. I'd be like, whoever wrote this algorithm needs to be fired. If they (laughs) thought that somebody's going to make money showing conversion therapy to me. All of my ads now are for cat-related things because I talk about my cat in front of my phone. Mm. Yeah, all my ads are uh, wigs, makeup, hair, and lots and lots and lots of shoes. Okay. <laughs> that been... just tells you what I'm looking for. Oh, an occasional food ad, too. <laughs> I've, been, I've been getting a lot of uh, 
a lot of like workout and exercise type recovery ads like there's like this um this like this like wheel that you like lay on and cracks your back um and like this ball that you put on the wall and like it kind of like massages you or whatever um i bought some um some doctor doctor squatch soap just because i kept seeing the ad and after i bought it i haven't seen the ad oh, for it since yeah you messed up it's not that I, I need how i messed up you you showed the algorithm that you actually respond to the advertisements they were like we got one if we well, show it to him enough he'll get it well he's not the only one because no he's not <laughs> I, I mean i i i'm guilty of clicking on it Be like oh those are cute shoes <laughs> and then and end up buying stuff and so i i, I understand <laughs> but daryl did, did you I hear understand. what I said? did you hear what i said i bought soap called dr squatch i'm their key demographic all right like chris jericho said yes. i might be the demo god all right they they saw it and was like you know what he needs it but as as uh as far as them banning banning that uh i, I kind of feel the same way daryl felt about the first thing i was like kudos but how to get through the filter to begin with i mean that's something that you, they have to like really go into and like really look because i can't remember if it was facebook or instagram but I want to say like a few years ago, if you looked up something like specific, a specific um, hashtag, you would get some wild, wild racist shit. I just can't remember what the hashtag was. Uh, and Sounds like I, a lot of them. Right. It's like most of them. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag and puppies. Like, and it's just a bunch of racist nonsense. Wild shit. So like, yeah, I mean, it's it's cool that like that they are speaking up against it which they which they should be uh it's just somebody fucking up and you gotta fix that that's all somebody f- it actually hits me uh it, it's i can well i guess i'm gonna backtrack a little bit like i'm not into demographic at all for conversion therapy right so i'll never see those ads but there are people who are susceptible to that stuff and the algorithms are going to show them those things it's just like, yes, yeah, with the, it made me think like, yeah, with the Sports Illustrated thing, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to get one. But there is, there are people who get Sports Illustrated every month and they look forward to the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, right? And they will see a trans person. And because she does advocacy, it'll probably show up in there. And, you know, the, the best way to combat bigotry is to have one of those targeted demographics personally known to you. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, th- th- these sorts of things, it, it is kind of nice. Cause like, yeah, there's some kid in the middle of, you know, fucking Butte, Montana that like would be thrown into some conversion therapy because a parent will see it on Facebook and be like, oh yeah, you know, uh, Jimmy needs this. So. You know, every little bit helps, but. But why is this, I, what, what I want to know is that why is this the only thing that they're blocking as many, mm-hmm. you know, hateful and racist right. and, you know, homophobic and transphobic things that are out there that they do allow through. How the hell is this the one thing that you're banning? Like, I'm 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 confused. Is it because 
people who have been through conversion therapy, there's a high suicide rate? Or is it because those who, you know, have been through it haven't been able to live successfully? Like, why is this the one thing that you're banning because it's proven not to work like i i i'm trying to figure question. this out yeah it's a good question because facebook is is legitimately bad at this and there was an independent audit that was conducted recently on how facebook handles civil rights issues and basically they came out with they're really bad like they're very reactive uh they are very piecemeal with it it's not consistent um one of the things that they did a couple years ago was for the first time ever actually let their guidelines or community standards be public and that was the first time that they could even like that they even told people what was in there and i don't imagine most people read it people like uh me did because i'm a dork but like when when i actually read it what was interesting is is like you can't say things like men are trash right because that's a that's a whole classification but you can actually break it down into smaller subcategories and that's fine. Like you could say women drivers or black children, and that would not be a problem according to their own. Yeah. Which is bonkers. And then they say they're against hate speech and that kind of stuff, but they are fine with uh, the ways in which hate speech actually happens online, uh, which is not usually just like saying a racial slur. It's usually some kind of like more nuanced or typical coded kind of, yeah. Oh, yeah. God for God forbid you share, you know, one of those p- police brutality videos, or like when um, Philando Castile was on Facebook Live and when he was murdered, and I I think I had like shared the video. Don't you know? Fifteen minutes later, they had like removed the video and blocked the video, and it's just like, oh, but when we we're talking, when but you're you're allowing this. You know, you don't want this to be out there, but let Karen from Wisconsin put up her Confederate flag and say how she hates all black folk and that all black folk come should go back to Africa. But that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's allowed. But the moment we show like stuff that actually is happening now, like police brutality. Oh, we're not allowed to post those videos. Oh, God forbid I have a nip slip. <laughs> that video's not allowed, but oh, Karen can put her hate speech up <laughs> wearing her Confederate flag two-piece and be like <laughs> with her teased up 80s hair and, and that's fine. That's fine. She can have her, her boobs down to her fucking kneecap. And that's fine. But they better be covered. Hey, it's a vibe. I'm not, like, that's fine, but let me put some... Like, it's just... It, it's You can't pick and choose. If right. you're going to be against all hate speeches, be against all hate speeches. Mm-hmm. You cannot just, like... You can't pick and choose. But I'm not even convinced they're like opposed to hate speech. I think Mark Zuckerberg has pretty much come out as like, you know, like it's very standard white cis straight guy position to take, which is that, you know, everyone has a right to free speech, which is like nobody's really arguing with that. Um, However, you don't have to give a platform to every stupid moron. Like those are different things. Like you can say whatever you want in the street. You know, you can petition your government. But you don't have to use 
your your social network and let people organize a bunch of white supremacists. You don't have to do that. And in fact, uh, if you if you have a position like Facebook does, you have probably a, a moral obligation <laughs> to prevent that sort of thing from happening. But Facebook is really, really bad politically. Like they have, uh, you know, formed up teams with the repressive regimes of a number of countries so that they would be able to have access to those countries' citizens as customers. Yeah. So they have joined forces with Erdogan and Turkey. And if you are critical of Erdogan for committing genocide, you can get labeled a terrorist and taken off of Facebook. They are pretty consistently bad uh, in terms of ethics. Um, and, and then they'll say they're about free speech. Um, so fuck Facebook. Yeah. Even though they did this. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you're giving voice to Billy Bob and his cousin, <laughs> his cousin wife. You know, his cousin wife, and his cousin wife, and his niece son, his niece, his niece daughter, and all. Like you're just giving these people who really do not understand human decency. <laughs> a platform to spew hate and that's uh, girl we could go into this uh, y'all know i can go into this but they like <laughs> it's just like really it, it, it's it kind of takes me back to like the movie of like Tu Wong Fu and being in the middle of like nowhere and just these backwards like come on <laughs> we're in 2020 I mean, yeah, it has been a really shitty year so far. So I guess <laughs> a cousin wife having Billy Bob is the least of our problems. Yeah, but yeah. like this, this is it, like you can't pick and choose. Come on now, and the, and then the fact that Facebook had bought out Instagram mm-hmm. and now controls that other platform is just it making things worse. It's really making things worse. Yeah. Oh yeah, they did that to stay relevant, and that's I mean that's the reason why both of them did it. It wasn't like the social medias came together and said, "Hey, let's do this." It's like one company was like, "Yeah." I think it was one of those things where it's like they were all. It seemed like they were already trying to keep that off because, yeah, as states and countries, shout out to Germany for just banning it in the country. Am I here? Yeah, like shout out to them for that, but like. Um, getting uh, getting rid of that, but like it, it again, it was a business decision by Facebook to to publicize that they were doing it because apparently they were doing it already. You know, Keen, do you ever get thrown in Facebook jail? I get thrown in a lot. Uh, you can ask Daryl. I'm hardly on Facebook, honestly, because like you. the only only things I put on Facebook. I use it as a test kitchen for jokes I want to try on Twitter. If it works on Facebook, I'll put it on Twitter. Uh, use it to keep up with like uh, family and promoting shows. I- I've seen a lot of people. Uh, I got a friend named Malachi Ayers. Uh, I call him the meme god because somehow, some way, he got every every meme imaginable. He has it. Um, he's been in jail a lot, and I got a few mm-hmm. other friends that have. And I, I. I guess I don't, I don't post enough or what I post, they don't, I don't, I don't like uh, set off any alarms, I guess. So no, I haven't. Yeah. Good for you. I've never <laughs> been, I've never been in a jail. 
That's amazing. I, I'm too pretty for jail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said to my girlfriends the other day, I said, if I was in jail, honey, I, I would either have to beat up the baddest bitch and become the head bitch, or I would find the biggest bitch and become her bitch just to, to be safe. Because, <laughs> honey, I'm too pretty for jail. That's a good strategy. Both are good strategies. I think that I would find <laughs> the meanest bitch and then I would uh, prove my strategic value. <laughs> uh, that's but all. Yeah. That's my hope. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I haven't been in Facebook jail, but that's because I'm hardly, like I used to be heavy on it, but I'm more of an Instagram person. Like I, if you check out my Instagram, people at No Labels Here One, um, you, <laughs> like I use that more often than Facebook. And then Facebook is just has become like just a way to uh, like to promote other things that I'm doing on Instagram. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Supplementary materials, yeah. It's like I want to leave Facebook so much and I really only go on and I'll post and I'll leave. And I wish I could just leave because when I open it up every time, I don't feel better oh, than yeah. I did before. I can't remember the know? last time I went on social media and and went off like, whew, that was good. <laughs> yeah, it's Look not at me, like getting get the off. news and putting out my opinions and loving people. That shit has never happened. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like you get on and, you know, like, and get off and be like, oh, that was a good orgasm for my brain. Like, no, (laughs) you get get on and be like, what the fuck is the world coming to? And then you just be like, I cannot. Like, sometimes I even have to just, because it's on my phone, I'll log out for a couple of days and just I'll, and I find myself hitting it throughout the day and be like, oh, that's right, I'm taking a Facebook break. (laughs) And then when you log back in, it's just like, this happened, that happened, this happened, that happened. And I'm like, this is why I don't get on this anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's horrible. Um, Once again, I think I'm I'm the minority uh, because I don't check Facebook enough to... I mean, I, I, I do see some stuff where I'm just like, this is bullshit. Uh, but then I'll go over uh, to, surprisingly, my safe space, which is Twitter, where I'll learn all types of new things. Like the fact people call hot dogs glizzies now, or they are, yeah. always have been. <laughs> and if you eat a lot of hot dogs, you're called a glizzy gladiator. And I think that term is fucking hilarious to me. So, Wait, uh, what? Maybe I need to be on Twitter more. Because if I yes. heard shit like that, I would be dying laughing. A, gl- <laughs> a glizzy. A glizzy. A, a blizzy? Glizzy, like, like with a G. Oh. Yeah, I saw some Obama sexual. eating hot dogs <laughs> earlier it today. Is. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be yeah. like, you gotta throw these glizzies in your throat. Like, people really go <laughs> for it. Glizzy gobbler. There was like a whole. There was an argument between like a MAGA guy and then like somebody else who uh, the MAGA guy was like, Trump can eat more hot dogs than Obama can. And the troll, uh, it was like a good troll. Not that that's often, but he was like, oh, you're saying uh, Trump can't deep throat more than Obama. He's like, (laughs) Trump totally can. I cannot. I, I, I love it. I love it. Now I'm going to have to say, instead of eat a bag of dicks, I'm going to be like, eat a bag, bag of glizzies. Yep. <laughs> You're going to have to know. 
Or, or just say gobble on some glizzies. Gobble some glizzies. Ooh, gobble, like that. gobble on some glizzies. Okay. <laughs> So okay. That's what Twitter does. It, it, it ruins people's lives and it uh, brings people together. It's a very, very weird thing. It is very that. It is where I go to get my news and also to see pictures of like hamsters that like slide inside of a bottle and then like slide out the other side. Like it's where I see the best and the worst. Yes. Yeah. I it's just a lot joined of Twitter. Animals. So, um... like <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> that hits my highest shit, didn't it? I, wait, I feel very attacked. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I did just recently join Twitter only because. All right, so I'm not sure. I'm. I'm. Well, y'all probably seen it. Um, the the black couple that got married during the Philly protest. I saw mm-hmm. pictures. Um, so I got caught in a video in the background of them and my friend was like, had sent me a video and was like, it was Don Lemon on CNN. Like, who's the person with the purple hair behind you? So I was like, oh, I need to join Twitter so I can say (laughs) Don Lemon, here I am. (laughs) And I've been on Twitter ever since. And it's just like, I, I still forget that I have it. It's just like with Snapchat. I don't even use Snapchat partly, but it's on the phone. And it's like Twitter, I'll get updates every day. And I'm like, oh, I forgot I even had that. Like, what the fuck is this little bird like icon? <laughs> at the top? And it'd be like, oh, Angelica uh, uh, Ross said such and such. And I'm like, oh, that's Twitter. And I need to be better about using it. <laughs> But can I can I say can I say you have an amazing origin or Twitter origin story? Because mine was just me being uh, bored on a bus in Pittsburgh back in two thousand nine. I was just like, oh, I guess I'll join. So it's, it's you got that. But here's the thing: I love I love Twitter because of the dumb shit. So like, I me and Daryl we follow a page called Batman Slander. It's all about people talking I shit do not about follow Batman. Batman Slander. I do. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. If you look it up, if you're a fan of Batman or you're a fan of people just being silly, it's it's good stuff. It's it's worth it. Okay. And yeah, I just, to, I just follow random shit. <laughs> not to toot my own horn, but uh doot uh Twitter's the place where I got to my first celebrity beef, and that was with uh Casper Van Dien back in two thousand ten. <gasps> so, you know. That's amazing. Um, um who the fuck is that? It's <laughs> a great question. Here's the thing: I have no problem explaining. If you ever heard, Who is of, that? He, if you ever, he was a pilot in the movie uh, Starship Troopers. He was the very pretty leading man. All right, you um, might okay. Okay, all right, all right. Hold I on, was I got born more. After the eighties, okay. <laughs> that came out in 90, 1997, All right, I was a very young, dumb, straight eleven-year-old that didn't know anything. Gosh. Anyway. Okay. Well. Um. Again. No idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I think it was also in, was it George the Jungle or Tarzan? I think it was Tarzan. Whatever. But I got into a beef with him online, and Twitter is where the magic can happen like that, mm-hmm. where you can get into a fight oh, with man. someone, and now we're friends. Well, we've been following each other since then, and uh, I was I became friends with Lisa Ann. 
on Twitter. Hopefully, she's not racist. She might be. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I was Lisa Ann, her. the adult actress. Yes. No, no matter... I mean, it's so funny. It's like she can't be racist, but she totally could be. Uh, exactly. Say, <laughs> say, typical straight guy gets to meet a porn star. Like, like. I'm not shaming you, but <laughs> if you only knew how wrong that was about me, I am no slut. I'm an aspiring slut, but I am no slut. <laughs> I'm an aspiring slut. In my in my mind, I'm the biggest whore out there, but I'm such a per- such a <laughs> Um, no, see, that's how I feel about Instagram. Like Instagram, um. You probably don't even know who this is, but Ian Palola, I think that's his last name. He's an actor who was on Orange is the New Black. He, like, followed me. Then, like, Amber Riley had, like, uh, responded to, you know, because I'm a big Glee Glee person. So she responded to something I had commented on. And, Mm. like, so, like, Instagram is my place where I feel like, I get responded to by celebrities. Like I most recently I reached out to um to Fincy and actually got a response back, but that's yeah. So just your king of Twitter, I'm I guess like a what is it? The peasant on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> uh based on my retweets and likes, I am no king. I am no king at all, so no. Yeah, I, 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 again, I'm new, so I don't know how that works. I don't know, like, I'm, I'm, and plus I feel like Twitter is where a lot of, like, it's very political, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So it's just like everything now is so political, and I, I'm not one of, I, I believe in not, never discussing two things, po- uh, politics and religion. Mm. You just don't discuss those things with people. So that's why I think I stay off of Twitter because it's just, it's too easy to get caught up and stuff. So, well, well I'm a on... he... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I'm a heathen and I'm dumb. So, <laughs> it is what it is. I like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just, just going to give, uh, like, in case people are looking for something to follow on Twitter, Jurassic Park updates is my new favorite thing they just they just post about uh it's uh it's a personal favorite let me find a good one uh it's a lot of like what did they do the other day they said that um joe biden was visiting okay um okay the the last thing the jurassic park updates just uh posted was over 30 dinosaurs have banded together to guard a dirty harry styles t-shirt laying on the ground um, it's just really random. Um, this one says some of the dinosaurs have cavities in their mouth. Who fucking cares? Um, anybody know Newman's computer password? Like these are really dumb. They're very stupid. It makes me very happy. So Wait, was it, what was it? Jurassic, Jurassic yeah, if you Park look what? up Jurassic Park updates, so it's updates. Jurassic Park to go is the is the handle. But I think it's great. Uh, but we are we are getting to that point where we need to go into our final segment, yes. which is game time. <laughs> so we are we are traveling through time, 
since we moved to podcast form, we are playing games uh, from the past. This particular game was originally played all the way back in the glorious year of, I think this must have been 2019. (laughs) (laughs) I think that, yep, that, or or, yeah, 2019 looks right. How Uh, wild that 2019 was a glorious year. Gosh. Compared to 2020, son. I was allowed outside. Yeah, Yeah. I can go places. Uh, but we're just going to play a little sex trivia. Uh, and this one's going to be pretty hard. These are pretty difficult ones. I'm going to be honest with you. But everybody gets two questions. Uh, these are all uh, medium to spicy. Uh, anyone want to go first? I'll go first. All right, Daryl, you ready? I never go first. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. So what? A uh, common endocrine system disorder often involves irregular periods, enlarged ovaries with collections of fluid, and excess androgen. What endocrine system disorder am I referring to? This is a hard one. Yeah, uh, I said it's really hard. sure. Um, you know that one, the one with the uh, endocrines. Um, and, period indoctrination. <laughs> that's what it is indoctrination mm-hmm. uh is that your final answer uh, i mean i ain't got nothing better than that <laughs> uh, the correct answer is pcos polycystic ovarian syndrome ah yeah, yeah. Got, that your, one. got your hard one right that out one. of the gate yeah uh keen mia who wants to go next okay 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 uh keen according to pornhub content from before what year counts as vintage were these stats gained in 2019 or yes i'm gonna apply uh the throwback jersey method which is anything over five years so i'm gonna say 2014 being vintage 2014 is that your final answer i'm completely wrong so yes that is my final answer (laughs) According to Pornhub, vintage is 1980 and before. Really? Yeah, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that makes sense. I don't know. Because it was like on film. Well, I guess, yeah, because before it moved to videotapes. Okay, this game is going off the fucking rails. <laughs> I'm just going to ask anybody. Anybody's, this is anybody's question now. Okay. <laughs> made in the pituitary glands is associated with the development of eggs and sperm. It is an acronym that's three letters long. Uh, I'm going to tell you what the acronym is, if anybody knows what it stands for. F-S-H. What does F-S-H stand for? Full sale. Never mind. No, that's not. Fetos. That starts with a P. You know it. Whatever you try to say starts with a P. Uh, (laughs) Fetal. Fetal. Fetal salicylic acid. That's what it is. (laughs) Acid. Acid. Well, we have have any other guesses? Uh, no, because I was gonna try to name something that sound. I sound like a a dictator. It's gonna be like Fernando Castro, uh, Hotep or something. (laughs) And that's not in the that's not in the body. So no, I I don't have anything. I'm sorry. All right. Well, then I will just go ahead and give you the answer if we're ready. Mm -hmm. Follicle stimulating hormone or follicular stimulating hormone. Yes, 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 yes. All right. So, again, this is uh, for anybody. 
of the top 100 websites, what percentage, which is the same as what number of them, are <laughs> devoted to porn? Of the top 100 websites, what percent are devoted devoted to porn? 100? Um, the top 100 like that get viewers? Mm-hmm. Based uh, on uh, how often they get traffic. Yeah. All right. Top 100? I'd probably say like, I don't know, 94? I'll say about... I'll say about 40. 40 of the top 100. Okay. Mia, do you have a guess about uh, out of the top 100 websites, what percentage of them are devoted to porn? All of them. (laughs) Okay. Uh, All right. Well, the correct answer is five. What? Of the top traffic websites. Yeah. So Pornhub is responsible for an incredibly large amount of internet traffic in general. Um, and then after that, X videos, which is based in France, bongo cams out of Russia, X hamster out of the U S and X N X X also based out of France. But, uh, yeah, Pornhub. I, I love X N X X. Oh, I love them and Pornhub and you porn and X hamster and X videos and anywhere you can be porn. Right. You porn was a throwback for me. <laughs> You porn I just fell wow. back in love with, but that's not the point. The thing is, so that was that was surprising. You all expected the internet to be a lot more porn than it is. Yeah, but porn was just so big and it, it it housed so much. So I guess that makes the most sense. I you got to remember, like Google, Yahoo. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's what like... I was saying. Like, okay, there's Facebook, Google, Yahoo. Um, is Yahoo even? And like eBay, Amazon. Amazon, and then the rest would be porn. Like. <laughs> Ask Jeeves, am I that old? Did I did I just say X Jeeves? Oh Jeeves. Oh Remember that? It was X Jeeves and Lycos. What, what, what was the other one? <laughs> Lycos with the dog. Yes. Netscape. I, see, I, I'm from the LimeWire era. So Talk to him. I'm, I'm old. Talk to him. Everybody broke a computer with Kazaa. Come on now. We was out here. Okay. Break a computer. Uh, that shit was a virus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a space in your heart for one or two more questions? Yes. Okay. I always have space in my heart. <laughs> All right. Katoptronophia. So it's K-A-T-O-P-T-R-O-N-O-P-H-I. P-H-I. Maybe I meant philia and I wrote this when I was drunk. I don't know. Is a fetish for having sex in front of what object? Healthy foods. Healthy oh, you're going to give the options? I'm sorry. I should have made this multiple choice. That's very clear right now. Yeah. But... Wait, wait, what's it called again? Do it again. Catoptronophia. Cato- um, in front of a crevice. In front of a crevice. Do we have a, a guess, Mia? I am going to say it sounds like in front of cabbage. In front of cabbage. All right. Uh, well, we had guesses for healthy foods and for cabbage. Uh, the correct answer is a mirror. Mm. Ain't that called a mirror match? Or is that just uh, or is that just Mortal Kombat? You know what? Get off my phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what usually happens. People learn to love me. And they're like, you know what? Nah, this is a bad investment. So, you know, I, I get it. So I'm going to say that this game, everyone won. Yeah. <laughs> we all did great. And your reward is that now you get to tell people where they can find out more about you and also uh, your Venmo if you want to. So 
Uh, Mia, you want to go first? Where can people find out more about you? Um, their nearest corner. <laughs> uh, no, um, you can find me on Instagram at no labels here one. I'm on there frequently. Uh, your nearest corner, nearest bar, nearest liquor store, your nearest shoe store, your nearest beauty supply store. I'm there all the time. Um, also, <laughs> my uh, Venmo is Miana-Brooks. I am currently um, out of work this week and probably next week as well because my patient is sick. Mm. So when I'm not at work, I'm not making money. And yeah, so all the bitch get new eyelashes. You do have a burlesque show that's coming up. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, shameless plug. Shameless plug. If you want to see me and my gorgeous body underneath this dress, um, you can catch me at Timory's uh, Black Lives Matter uh, fundraiser burlesque show that is airing, um, I believe, Next, the twenty fourth, right? Yeah, this episode will go up the same day earlier that day. Yeah, so the twenty fourth. Yeah, so um, you can hit up my Facebook page at Miana Brooks. You will get all the details for ticket sales and all of that good stuff. Um, it well, I don't know how the editing of my video went, but I feel good about it. It's enough titty and ass go wrong for everybody, so enjoy. All right, Keen, what about you? Where can people find out more? And follow you uh, on the Twitter. <laughs> uh, I'm at Keen Cobb on everything. Uh, K-E-A-N-E-C-O-B-B. -B. Um, Venmo, same thing, at Keen Cobb. Uh, you can find, I, I got a team that I do uh, Zoom Prov with. It's improv on Zoom because we're fancy like that. Uh, go to our site, uh, study show, excuse me, studyhallshow.com. Uh, we have a fundraiser coming up. I think either next Wednesday or the Wednesday before that. I'm not hundred percent before that. That'd be last week. Anyway, uh, got stuff coming up. Go there. Um, and you might see me, uh, I look, I might look like a fat sub zero shooting basketball somewhere. So, cause I wear a mask up everywhere I go. So, you know, <laughs> follow me. Yeah. It's motor combat. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? I'm a Katana fan. Where, where can you find me? You can find me. Uh, you can find me at the club. It's going down. Um, go to DarylCharlesComedy.com or DarylComedy.com. Your boy just bought a domain. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Check yeah, we out. out here. We oh, out here. Rich. Yeah, and get. Are and, you and taking get my application album. for a sugar baby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, nah, dog. I can't. I can't dilute. <laughs> I can't dilute my sugar baby money. Mm -mm. This ain't a pyramid scheme. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm the biggest baby out I here. Uh, yeah, no, but yeah, go get my album, Black Gentrifier. Um, it's it's out. You should go get it or stream it or whatever. Listen to it. Tell your friends about it. Jokes are good. I promise. Um, I and then for me, next uh, next big thing coming up. So we, uh, as as Mia mentioned, the uh, burlesque fundraiser for Black Lives Matter Philly, which is going to be streamed uh, July 24th. You can get the link. Uh, to our Zoom show, which features our headliner, number one burlesker in the world, Jeez Louise. It is an entire K-12 
cast of performers of color, including the number one burlesker in the world. 100% of the proceeds are going to go to Black Lives Matter Philly, and it's pay what you can. So regardless of how uh, how you're doing financially, you can come be a part of this show uh, and, and come join and watch and enjoy. And then the very next day after that, the 25th, we have Slut Church on Instagram so that it's metal and BDSM burlesque, and that will all be on Instagram. So you can uh, find out more on slutchurch.show on Instagram. So uh, that's what I got coming up. Yes. Ooh. So sassy. (laughs) You can see us all get naked on the internet. (laughs) As long as... Ah, the internet. Ah, the internet, which we have... Thank you, Al Gore. Hello. (laughs) Uh, Well, well, Daryl, you're welcome. I try my hardest to help out everyone that I can. That's okay, Al Gore. Oh no, that was all right. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Oh lord, I didn't expect an Al Gore impression when I got up today. (laughs) Oh God, help us all! (laughs) All right, well, Keen, welcome back to the show. Thank you once again for being on here, Mia. Thanks for for your adventure, your first time on to DTF. Appreciate both of you. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And we will catch you next week. Bye. When we talk about the inside of our vagina. Yay.